Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And in today's Word for the Day, we're continuing through Paul's letter to the Philippians. And to get today, we turn a corner and begin chapter 2, and we'll look at verses 1 and 2. Paul writes this, So, if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord, and of one mind. Two verses, just full of effusive language from St. Paul. But he's coming off this end point of last week in chapter 1. And you might remember in verse 27 he wrote, only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ. Another translation says, um, I want you to walk in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. And that really is a hinge point in the letter. In some ways, that's the central exhortation of the whole letter, why he's writing it. He wants them to walk or live their life in a manner that's worthy of the gospel of Christ. And worthy doesn't so much mean that you're good enough for the gospel, but that your life aligns with the gospel. How do you live a life that aligns with the gospel? And and he's hinted at that already, and now he's really going to unfold that in the rest of the letter. And he's beginning to do that now in chapter 2. And so he says, look, I want to be encouraged. I want to be comforted. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be, you be comforted. I want you to participate in the Spirit. Live a life in the Spirit. What's interesting, though is the way that happens is that's an outflow of how they relate to one another. So it isn't so much you each have a personal experience of the Spirit, then you love one another. It's you come into the community, you love one another, and you experience the power and fullness of the Holy Spirit. It's it's the same reality we often talk about, but in Paul's mind and in the mind of the New Testament, it's community first, individual person second. Interesting how that works, isn't it? And so he wants them to complete his joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord, and in one mind. So he's pushing into unity. Now by unity, he doesn't mean a kind of mindless uniformity. He's not saying everyone has to agree about how to view the Roman government. He's not saying everyone has to have the same taste and clothing. He's talking about an attitude of serving and loving one another, and choosing to be one as a community in their in their in their care for one another. Uh, this is going to get even fleshed out more as we move into the next few verses, and then on Wednesday begin that great poem about Christ and who He is and how He gave His life away. So Paul's saying, "Our this gospel that He is preaching, that He's imprisoned for, that." Some people are trying to use to hurt his life. He wants that to progress and move forward. His life is about that. And he wants the Philippians to be part of its progress. And the way they do that is by living their lives in a manner that is worthy or aligns with the gospel. And the heart of what that means is how they behave as the body of Christ. And he wants them to be a people who live in the fullness of the Spirit and really do align with the gospel by working hard to have the same mind, the same love for one another, 
to be in accord and to live as a as a um uh, to live as a as a family of God in harmony and love with one another. Now this reflects the gospel because um it's through Jesus laying down of his life that the greatest love is exhibited and the greatest act of service and the greatest winning of hearts. Also, it embodies the gospel in the sense that what what a contrast to how the world works. Um, we live in a time that's post-Christian, so some of these values are actually still floating in our culture. But if you go to any pre-Christian culture, um, one of the defining parts of that is, is violence and tribalism and enemies and people dividing and pushing apart. That is like understood as a normal part of life. And St. Paul is saying, I want the body of Christ to be this living picture of Jesus and the gospel, a living picture of the kingdom of God, and how you love one another is how you do that. So here's what's really cool. This operates at two levels. It's, 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 at one level, it's an encouragement for us to love one another so we can all build each other up, we can grow in Christ, we can, we can have the joy being the body of Christ. But he's also saying when you be the body of Christ, that is the heart of what it means to be on mission for God. So when we do church, when we share our lives, when we love one another, we are being on mission because we're being salt and light in the midst of a broken world. Yes, that overflows into how we live our lives at work and our neighborhoods, how we as a community choose to do good in our city. Those all matter. But the central thing we do is be the church. And that's what Paul's getting at here. And I'm going to keep repeating that over and over as we move through Philippians because um, because it's so easy to take individual verses from Philippians and read them as and read them out of this larger context. But if you kind of kind of zoom up and look at Philippians and then press back down, you, you realize all these all these words and verses in this letter that are about how we live as the church, how we encourage one another, we stay faithful. From Paul's perspective, this is the at the heart of the missionary work of God, and it's who we're called to be, not just for ourselves but for God and for the sake of the world. So that's why he wants us to be of the same mind, have the same love, and be in full accord and of one mind. Well, God bless. Have a great day, and we will continue tomorrow. Take care.